0: Hello everybody. Welcome once again to Vineyard Community Church as we continue on now in a series we started just three weeks ago called Living is Christ. Living is Christ. We're, we're sort of using as a foundation for this series verses in Philippians 1, 20 through 27, which I'll read again in just a moment. Uh, and we're, we're, you know, life... Jesus wants us to have full and abundant now and forever life. And the enemy wants to steal that away from us. That's his stated mission. And um, so we're looking at ideas about what this life we're called to is all about. And so, so far we've talked about dealing with shame and what that looks like. Last, uh, we talked about lives of purpose in the second week. Last week, we talked about the balance between a life of purpose and our longing for heaven. This week, what I want to do is I want to talk about our progress and joy in the faith, and so we're going to dig in there in just a moment. That's the intro here in the transition. There's always a bad joke or two. Going to talk about progress. So, uh, if progress is technology moving forward, then what is Congress? It's funny. It's really funny. You'll get it later. <laughs> What is Congress? Okay, Uh, I had to, uh, I didn't have to, I I had the privilege of going to uh, Disney World this last week, because it was my granddaughter's fifth birthday, and uh, at some point we had said we would go, and she had the whole big bippity bop boutique experience, you know, and the princess thing, and so wanted to be there for that, it's very cool, Um, but then I said, because now that side of the family has has a boy and two girls, and, and my daughter's expecting twins, so they're, and they're both girls. So they're going to have four girls. And I said, okay, next time, let's not do it for everyone. <laughs> do them all when they're all old enough to do it, and I'll come back for that. But, um, but we had a lot of fun, but I heard a bad joke while I was there. Where did Captain Hook get his hook? Second-hand store. okay. <laughs> Congress. It's better than that. That first one was better, but that's okay. Scripture reading. Here on purpose, Philippians 1, 20 through 27. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage, so that now as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, to die is gain. If I'm to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain, and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that through my being with you again, your joy in Christ Jesus will overflow on account of me. Whatever happens... Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then when I come and see you, or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, contending as one man, for the faith of the gospel. Blessed be the word of the Lord. I want to focus in today on verse 25 of Philippians 1. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith. Point number one, progress and joy in the faith. How are these things tied together? What does this look like? Why are they sort of there in in that um, uh, passage together, in that verse together? Uh, And here's what happens. As we progress in our walk with God, our joy in God increases. As we progress along in our relationship and our walk with God, then our joy in Him increases. And, and so what happens is that our joy in Him is, is all sort of caught up together with our trust in Him. And the more that we trust Him, the more that we know Him, the more that we trust Him. And so this, this idea of trusting God is really the backbone of joy. And, and joy then is the outflow of trust in one who is fully trustworthy. And so as we continue on in this journey with Him... Um, we, we learn more and more, as you know Him more and more, that you can trust Him. Uh, and situations in life teach us to trust Him. In fact, one of the most important things that you will learn in this part of our journey, uh, in the now part of our journey, is that God is trustworthy. And, and He wants you to know that you can trust Him. And, and most of the time we learn about trusting Him in the, those areas and, and times when we're kind of having to persevere, but we learn that He's faithful. And we learn that He's with us and that He's for us. And, and that He, he has been. And, and if you've been walking now with the Lord for a while, you can look back over situations and you can see that well, He was with me then and He's with me now. Even when we're going through difficult things, we can say, yeah, but you know, he's, he's, he's been, He hasn't changed. He doesn't change. He was with me then. He's with me now. And so I know that I can trust Him in this process. And then the joy that we've discussed, this inner sort of settledness in the Lord um, continues to grow as our trust in Him continues to develop. Uh, in, in the psalm, Psalm 28 7, it says this, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in Him and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy and I will give thanks to Him in song. The psalmist makes this connection between our, our progress and, and, our, and our joy. First Peter 1 8, Though you have not seen Him, you love Him. And even though you do not see Him now, you believe in Him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. And so um, as we continue to uh, progress in Him and learn to trust Him more, then we experience um, more and more this, this joy of the Lord. And so we can't experience joy in God if we don't trust in God. And this, this inner battle that we experience for this, this joy. Remember, joy is more than happiness. Happiness is happenstance based on circumstance which changes constantly. But this joy is this, this settledness in the Lord, this knowing that He's with us and for us. Um, um, this inner sort of battle that we have in, in finding that in our daily lives um, is really all about who we and what we trust in in the midst of our days. It's, it's really amazing how those two things sort of work together. And we have a tendency to trust more in ourselves or to trust in money or to trust in our occupations or in any other number of sort of worldly securities and circumstances. And and so this is the, the daily sort of grind that we're in. This is, you know, this part of our walk. And, and we need to be aware of it throughout the day. Well, who and what am I trusting in at the moment? And, and if it's not in the Lord, I'm not going to be able to experience that, that deep settledness in Him. Um, I, I sort of like this. I, 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 throughout the day, I have to constantly remember who's who and what's what. And I like that. That helps me a lot. Who's who and what's what? And, and, in, and it's part of life. You know, when, when our kids were, were um, younger, uh, you know, both my children now are grown up and have their own kids, and that's great because I get, <laughs> I get to sit back and watch and go, I told you that was going to happen. Um, <laughs> uh, and I get to enjoy all the good stuff. And if it's, it's anyway, it's a different story. So, but when they were younger, and, and you know, sometimes you, they have to be reminded about who's who. And what's what? Because we have this natural tendency to sort of get ourselves in the middle of the story instead of realizing that the story is bigger than us. It's actually His story and we're a part of it. Remember how we've been talking about it? So, so we, we have to think about in our own lives when, when we start trusting in ourselves more than we're trusting in Him. We put ourselves back in the middle of the story and we got our who's who all out, of, all out of place. And the moment our who's who isn't right, our what's what also goes haywire. Because all of a sudden... We start thinking some things are more important than they really are uh, and we lose sight of what really matters and what really counts and what's really important and everything gets backwards and, and, and we can't find rest in that spot. It will make us sort of get all out of sorts. And, and so uh, we need to know who's who and what's what. Even when my kids were little, when they were reminded of who's who and what's what, it was better for them than not knowing who's who because they need to know. See? We, just like we need to know. Same, same sort of deals happening. And so until we sort of have this, this trust in God settled, and, and that's our, our faith in Him, um, our joy in God will remain elusive. We won't, we won't be able to hang on to it. And so we, we have to be aware that this is the situation. And so what we need to do is we need to continue uh, throughout our lives in Christ to press on and, and to grow and, and to make progress in our faith and our joy, learning to trust Him more. And so uh, Peter... And we've, uh, I, I went to Peter's um, because we've talked about him the last couple of weekends together as a fisherman. And uh, he's got a great perspective on this. And so um, in Second Peter, he gives us a, an idea. That was odd. Was that lightning? Thunder. Well, yeah, it wasn't lightning. That's a, oops. Oops. That was a good point. I wish I could. That's cool. Work with me. <laughs> Okay, who's who and what's what? Never mind. Um, <laughs> I'll work with you. So point number two. So, so add to your faith. Add to your faith. This is what, what Peter says. And this is awesome. So we have this faith, this, this trust in the Lord that we're developing. And Peter says there's some things that, that are going to help you on the journey. 2 Peter 1, 5 through 8. For this very reason, he says, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge "...and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ." So we're to possess these qualities... In increasing measure, we're to, we're to continue to allow these things to grow in us, to, to be developed in us um, by the power of the Spirit working in us, the Holy Spirit in us. This list is similar to the fruit of the Spirit that Paul gives us, um, but, but this is Peter's list, and, and these are seven characteristics of, of a, a life that's being developed in him, in Christ, and what these things look like. Now, um, avoid the... Uh, the temptation we sometimes have to sort of see them as seven steps or even seven stages of development. That, but but uh, understand that, they, that the word add there um, really means to supply generously. And so in effect what we're having is that that we develop um, one of these qualities as we exercise another. And they start working back and forth together. And so they're all I- interwoven in this way. And, and these uh, these qualities grow out of a life that's, that's in relationship with Jesus as we yield to the Holy Spirit. So, I just kinda want to run through some of them. I'm gonna run through all of them uh, and talk about them briefly. So, little letter A. Goodness. Goodness. Um, goodness is, a, is an interesting thing. Um, it, it's, it's excellent uh, excellence of achievement, or sort of mastery in a specific field. In this case, the way it's being used, um, it's it's about moral excellence. That's what that word, goodness, means. So, so you know, it's that we sometimes think of good. Oh, well, that's good, but but the, the goodness is different than that. You know, because we have trick words like we have we have good, but then there's better, and then there's best. Do you ever understand any of that? Better, best, and, but but this. So it's don't don't get stuck there. Goodness. Um, in, in this case, it's, it's you know, moral excellence. And and so what's supposed to happen is, because apart from the Spirit, we don't even have a shot at that. But um, as we live this life, and because we have the Holy Spirit in us, um, and, and as He develops uh, and, and we yield to Him and the, these qualities of godliness are developed in us, um, what happens is out of us this goodness is shown um, because we're, we're yielding to the Spirit, and, and it's happening in us. It's not something that we can work up in our own strength, but it's, it's, uh, it, you know, it's this, this life that glorifies God. Um, certainly we we, you know, we all fall short of that at some levels, but what we need to have happening is that, that we're yielding to the Spirit of God, and He's, He's changing us over time, and, and that our, our lives really begin to glorify God. That, that, um, I'm going to be talking more about this in the weeks ahead but something I've really been thinking and praying about is is when when people see you can they see the light of Jesus shining out of you and and it's really been impacting me lately is that I'll just walk around thinking to myself you know I just want to it's kind of that silly song let my light you know I want to let it shine, this light. But I start really thinking to myself and asking myself, Do, when people look at me, are they seeing the light of Jesus in me? Are they... Am, am I becoming less and He's becoming more? Am I, am I becoming more transparent? And, and um, you know, it, that it, it's, it's very humbling because I know a lot of times they're not seeing the light of Jesus because I'm all up, you know out in the middle of everything. And, and, and so um, as we yield to the Spirit and, and these things get worked in us by Him, um, what people should begin to see more and more is more of Him and less of us in the process. And, and so this is something that's being developed in us over time. And like I said, it's not stages. Um, these are all working together. B, knowledge. And this, uh, that's a little letter B. This, is, um, this word knowledge here actually means knowledge that is growing. And it, it sort of revert, refers to the ability to, to handle life successfully um, because we understand and are learning, and we're we're submitting to the Word of God uh, and the will of God in our lives, and so so that's what knowledge is. We're we're learning um, the who's who and what's what, and and we're 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 beginning to implement and practice the things that we're being taught by the Lord uh, and by His Word in our lives as we yield to the Spirit. So so this is the idea of knowledge. Uh, it's it's allowing us. Using his principles, his word, his will to um, successfully move through life, and then there's self-control. That's little letter C. Uh, some translations have that as temperance. Um, I, I, y- so if you've been here, you're going to hear, you're going to know what I'm about to say. But to me, that's living by doing the next right thing. That's that's the idea. Is um, that we begin to yield to the Spirit. You know, that, that self-control is really a... Uh, it's more of a yielding to the Spirit so that by His power, we can choose to do the things that we should be doing instead of those things that we shouldn't. Um, and, and so He empowers us to do that, which is, which is amazing because most of us are self Anything isn't very great. So um, we, we begin to yield to Him and we, we're working through our days. We're moving through our days trying to do the next right thing. And I'm just, you know... I'm constantly amazed at how, if we're not careful, we begin to um, get slack and start doing things that everybody else is doing, and they might be little things, but they build and grow. We really, this is one of those things when we, we want to do the next right thing, and when we don't, you know, we should be aware of it, and we go, "Oh well, I, I, I don't want to keep doing that if it's not the right thing to do." And so, so this, I think, is uh, the idea of self-control, temperance. Um, little letter D is Perseverance. Perseverance is the ability to endure when circumstances are difficult. So so uh, self-control um, has to do with handling the pleasures of life appropriately. Perseverance sort of relates primarily to the pressures and the problems of life. So that's a good way to sort of work through those things. So self-control is handling the pleasures of life appropriately and, and perseverance is, is um, dealing with the pressures and the problems of life um, and learning to trust God, which is, as I said, one of the most important things that we're doing. And, and so we, we persevere uh, on this journey. E, little letter E, godliness. Um, godliness means godlikeness. Uh, in, the, in the original language, uh, I, I, like to, I think this will help you, the word actually means to worship well. I like that. That's what it means. It means to worship well. It, it's describing the person who is, you know, right in his relationship with God and, and with his, his, uh, the people around him, um, living above the, the petty things of life, um, the, the passions and, and pressures that are controlling the lives of others, seeking to do the will of God, and, and as he does, um, you know, caring about and, and wanting to see others do well also. That this is the the sort of the picture of this that's a and I like that that's a that's about you know that's what worshiping well looks like. Um, it's it's our relationship with God, our relationship with others, not getting stuck in the in the pettiness of the world around us, but but staying above that and not getting consumed by the the passions and pressures that are controlling the lives of so many people around us, because we know that we've we've found something so much better in Christ, and then having found that, we've talked about this a lot, we begin to care for others. We want to see them come to know life as well in Christ and what that looks like. Uh, Then there's brotherly kindness. That's F, brotherly kindness. Brotherly, I like the, most of you know, um, you've heard of the city of brotherly kindness. You ever heard of that? You know what that is? Philadelphia. You know why it's Philadelphia? Because that's the word in the Greek for brotherly kindness. It's a great way to remember. Philadelphia. And um, this, this it, it sort of describes the, um, the affection that should characterize the fellowship of believers. So that, that um, this, this idea, this Philadelphia, is what we should experience when we're, we're with other people who love Jesus. That, that we get that, you know, that's the most important thing and that we, as long as we all, you know, we're all loving Jesus and we, we know that, you know, He's our, our Lord and our Savior and we have the, sort of those very core basics down then then we put all the mess and the pettiness and all the things that try and divide, we can put those aside. And and uh, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we, we have this amazing affection and love for one another that encourages and builds up and prays for and does all these things that we're called to do. So this is uh, to be added to the mix. Little letter G, love. Love. Little letter G is love. It's the last one on your notes. And... Um, I already did that one, brother. Brother, yeah, G. Um, so this this love is uh, is agape. <laughs> That's nice. It's love. It's, uh, it's fine. That's. <laughs> well, let's just end there. It's the little letter G, and no. All right. So this <laughs> this love is agape love. And it's the kind of love that God shows uh, towards lost sinners. It's a, it's a powerful, powerful love. It's the, it's the love that the Holy Spirit produces in our hearts as we walk in the Spirit. It's the love described in 1 Corinthians 13. You know, that that I've told you over and over again, is it's, you know, the the hallmark of that love is patient, love is kind, it doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, isn't proud, isn't rude, isn't self-seeking, isn't easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs, doesn't delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth, always protects, always hopes, always perseveres, love never fails, that that it's that love that's being talked about here. And it's that love that we need to have developed in us by the Spirit. And it's it's that love that we're to 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 go into the world with. And, you know, I think about that a lot of times just in our, as we reach out to people and we, we want them to know Jesus, that, that we're called to love them with this agape love. It's a patient love. It's a kind love. It's a, it's a you know, it's a love that, so, so this is what we're called to. Now, these qualities um, are developed in us by the Holy Spirit. Um, and that's and, and so you can say, well, some people have self control or, or some people have, you know, a perseverance who, who aren't Christians, and they, they may have a measure of it. But the difference of this is that when, when someone outside of the Lord is, is sort of demonstrating those characteristics, it points to them. But when someone who loves Jesus is demonstrating those things, what it does is point to the Lord. And, and that's what's supposed to happen. When these things are happening in us, it's not to our credit or to our glory, it's always to His. And, and that's what makes a difference um, in our lives. And so I wanted you to think about those things this week. And, and uh, if you wrote that list, think about how, how amazing that list is. And these are the things that he's working on. And, and ask yourself, you know, Lord, show me, ask him, Lord, show me those areas where, where I could yield more to what you're doing so that my, my life um, continues to progress in you so I know you more, so I trust you more, so I experience more of your joy in my life. And that's where we'll end that for today. If you're watching my video, we appreciate you doing that. If you need prayer, go to our website. There's a prayer page and uh, put in your prayer requests and we will pray for you. Come and visit us when you can and we will see you soon.